Hi, I'm Ash with the Wizards Respite. This is the Wizards Respite Sanctorum, where we talk about TTRPGs. We sort of talk about the things we like, things that uh, we might change a little bit about it, and and just dive real deep into it. I'm with uh, here with Zachariah from Old Man Gaming. Um, Zach. Hello, I am Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. Third time's a charm because I already screwed up the opening of this three <laughs> times. So we had to redo it. Uh, but yeah, we're here, we're doing it, it's exciting, and I'm very excited to talk about this game. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's dive into it. We're doing, um, Sunfish Sitting Bear, uh, this week. It's a, a really fun little weird, uh, slice of life type of game, um, where, uh, well, we're, we're gonna get into a little bit more, but it's, it's a different game. It's, it's a, a fun game, and I really liked it, um... Zachariah really liked it. Zach, what did uh, what did you what did you like about it? Uh, well, we did get through this part the first time I failed the recording, so I got a chance to rehearse. Uh, my biggest, <laughs> my big, my my favorite part about this game is the presentation. Not necessarily the system or the simplicity of the game, but the fact that this game aims to basically be a slice of life game. It is not a game about you know, uh, punching dinosaurs in the face. It's not a game about, you know, fighting dragons. It is a game about you are playing a person that is not yourself, but a real person. Uh, and that person has a very common goal, like go to the store and get milk or tell the girl he likes that he likes her, like something very common. And then your job is to role play that character getting to that very common thing, which seems simple, but isn't. And I think that that's, uh, that's what really is cool here. I've multiple times tried to homebrew a game like this and then tried to get people interested and failed on both accounts. Um, I think that that is, like, you could just take it so many ways. I love that idea of just, like, you're just a normal guy who isn't you, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It gives you an opportunity to kind of explore a lot of different themes. Um that are, are a little bit easier to relate to as just a, a player and, and a, a GM and just trying to roll with all of these things. Um, because, like, it is, it is like, the real world almost. Like, you, you could be going... Yeah, I mean, like, I played where I was needed to quit my job, you know? And that was very cathartic at the time. I didn't really care about my job. Um, and, and, and that was one of the, the reasons why I was... Um, um, fun you know because it, it i was able to relate to it so much i was able to like take something a little bit from my own life or something that i could at least imagine and put it into this game and go through it um but yeah and it's it's weird that it's a, a slice of life game you don't really see that a lot but at the same time you know that's one of the crazy things about like the the industry right now the ttrpg industry across the board you're able to get you know, mm -hmm. games like this yeah. and and sort of experiment with this type of setting and this type of, of tone. Um, the way that people people have been writing, you know, slice of life movies and comics and books and shows. Now we're starting to be able to experiment that with the gameplay. Um, and and I, thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was an interesting approach to that whole thing. It's approach a bit... to just games. It's a very interesting approach, and you know we talked about it on our first episode with Last Tea Shop, and uh, uh, I've well, the, one of the biggest things I sang the praise of on Last Tea Shop is uh, it teaches you how to be a better role player, and I think that like even if you're playing alone, just you have to put yourself 
in somebody else's position that isn't you that has a different set of circumstances and that's the core essence of role playing i think often often with with role playing games and i'm not saying there's you don't have to be good at role playing i want to make sure i say that before i say this it's it's role playing is for everybody it's that's not right. that's not what i'm trying to say but like if you want to be good at role playing often you end up coming into role playing with the highest difficulty level, right? Like it's nearly impossible to play a character who you have no experience with and your first character is almost inevitably going to be some character in a extreme sci-fi or fantasy setting because that's how you get into it the first time and you're going to have to try and like wrap your head around pretending to be that person. Uh, whereas I oftentimes I wish that like while it would be very hard to get 13 year old me to play a slice of life game uh, I often wish that that had been the first way I had gone because this kind of teaches you that progression it it allows you to play a character that's much closer to you that you have actually yeah. experienced the experiences that this character has which allows you to connect with the character more and when you can connect with the character more when you can like do their voice and really see through their eyes uh, that's when role-playing games gets really good that's when it becomes like the video game you can't make because then you're in that world. It doesn't matter how yeah. good the game master is. It doesn't matter how good his story is. If you're present enough to be in that character, you're getting out of it what you're trying to get out of it, which is an escape, you know? And I think yeah. that like this kind of game, you know, it's right up there with last tea shop on something that can like teach you that progression, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, that's a really good a good point. Um, I know from my experience, like like easing into trying or becoming a better um, role player was initially pretty hard for me. I I ended up just learning a bunch of uh, tips and tricks, and I also would have minded having this game in my back pocket because like mm -hmm. it's like baby steps. Yeah, you know, like. You, 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 you walk before you run this is like the walking part you know like yeah. it's, it's like relatable you're not on a quest to uh you know vanquish some epic lord or you're not an elf you're not like a, a, a dragonborn mm -hmm. or anything like that you're a human being living in a town and you're gonna try and do something normal that runs into a bunch of different yeah. like obstacles that you have to overcome they could be goofy they could be fun they could be dramatic but they're all something that you could see actually happening in your real life world. When when I used to uh, when I used to write uh, back in the day, I had these webisodes uh, on Blogspot. Don't search them out, people, please. But uh, I'm sure they're still there. Although I've been numerously warned now that they could have content that's inappropriate, which they definitely do. But that being said, when I used to actually write like narrative stories, which I don't anymore. My favorite story to do was a normal guy dealing with the situations that they did. My two favorite stories I ever write, one of them was about a married couple that wins the lottery and end up, through because of that, getting uh, wrapped up in a spy plot. But they're just a normal, suburban married couple. And then the other one is one about a guy who just got broken up with. He's living in a basement apartment of his father and uh, he ends up becoming the chosen one of some secret fantasy world that he gets stuck into where he has to, like, fight ninjas and slay a dragon. 
those kind of guys. <laughs> right. But he's just a normal dude. He's just a normal dude trying to make it through the situation. And I know that that I, I've gotten a little off track. What I'm trying to say is like that normal connection is what I love. I love my favorite stories out there. When you look at like some of the, my favorite movies, they're just like, like big trouble in little China. Same thing. Right. Jack Burton. Yeah. Just a normal dude. Now he's got to fight a sorcerer. Like I think that uh, uh, th- that's the basis for really cool stuff. And you could do some of that stuff with Sunfish sitting there. Like I said, you're not fighting the dragon, but there are really cool like comedy movies, like The Hangover. You could easily do yeah. The Hangover in this game, like 100%. Start to finish, this game has basically rules for The Hangover, depending on your <laughs> game master. You know, uh, I. Oh, I'm definitely running that now. <laughs> right? That would be an amazing, amazing game. And Sunfish, so we haven't really talked about the rules at all. Sunfish has, I think it's got like a playtime of what, like four or five hours tops? Yeah, I think it's four hours tops. I yeah. think it's like three to four hours, depending on how you want to, how many people, how you want to right. run it. And there's a game master, but like, it's more like, here's a challenge. And then you kind of role play through how you do it. And there is dice which we are going to talk about heavily in the nitpicking section. Heavily sure in the nitpicking section. I'm sure that we are. Have you guys been listening to this podcast? Have you heard me bitch and moan about D4s and one game that requires you to have like 20 of them? This is the game! This is the game that requires it, which is why I'm so like so torn on this one in some ways oh, because while the basic premise of this game is amazing... We're not in the nitpicking section yet. I'm I'm about to get on that rant. I will reel that back in. Let's slow my roll. Yeah, got, slow my I got roll some on information that. for you when we get onto the D forward notice too. I was saving for for this show. Oh, I'm excited um, now. <laughs> but um one what um one other thing that I wanted to um bring up uh about this this game that I thought was was really fun. We, we kind of touched on a little bit was how fast you can play it and. What you can do with that as uh, in real life, like for me, like the, when I played this game, um, I was uh, playing with a bunch of other players, and uh, the DM canceled at the last moment, Ooh. and so we're all hanging. Like he had an emergency. It was you know like yeah, just one of those things that happens. Um, and I was like, hey, I got this little like game we can play. It's real quick. Um, it's gonna it's it's gonna be one session. I'm not gonna take over the the you know the, the whole thing. Long right. campaign. You need a one off. Free night. Exactly, exactly. And you know you roll the character. You make your character. You don't roll your. You make your character very quickly. Uh, the rules are super simple, uh, very straightforward, very intuitive. And we just played that real quick and had a, had, a, had a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh... We're eventually going to play this on our one-on-one sessions. Right now, we are embroiled in TMNT yeah. and other strangeness. Uh, so until we wrap that up, or at least get to a stopping point, but we're going to eventually play this on that. I'm really excited to play that on on this because uh, uh, just because I I've read the entire game start to finish. Uh, I have not actually played it. I'm going to be co- confessions. I have not actually sat down and played it. I don't know where I'm going to find the D4s. But, <laughs> but that being said, uh, oh, okay. that is if one of the dice dice play- makers out there. <laughs> this is the perfect time to start sending your dice in. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a lot of D4s. I'm waiting to get D4 hate mail. Like, that's when I know I've made it as a as a TTRPG podcaster. When I start getting compounds, like, how dare you speak in of the, of the oh-so-elegant triangle D4? You know, like... That's when I know I've I've made it. Um, I think that uh, uh, yeah yeah. I, but on its on its premise, we're still not in the nitpicking. On its premise, I I love that about it. I love that it's just no thing. And honestly, I would love. I don't have the time, but I would love to be in a long winded session with something like this, like a campaign in Sunfish sitting there. Sounds amazing. I think that would be one of the coolest. Like to just to just live in another world, like with yeah. uh, with the proper game master, I think that could be just freaking fantastic. Oh yeah, um, I could see how you could even sort of pull that off with this game. You know, they have it really set up so time wise, this could take place over like mm-hmm. potentially the course of one day or a couple of days, or just just depending on how you want to do it. But you could definitely stretch that out and make just a few minor tweaks where mm-hmm. like you're going from one objective, one goal to another, to another, another, to another. Yeah. and then layer them all together to make like a even bigger objective. Uh, since we're on the subject, I have a campaign idea for Sunfish sitting in there. That would be long winded. Uh, it would be, it wouldn't be like, don't get me wrong guys. I'm not talking about playing this for like five years deep, but it would be like <laughs> a, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a few sessions, right? Yeah. Um, so, just so I don't know how much crossover we have on this podcast with my other podcast because so far on the channel the TTRPG stuff has been staying pretty segregated from the the gaming stuff. Like it's weird. We almost have like two communities going on right now. But uh, uh, <laughs> if there is crossover, you know this already. But if there isn't, for the people who would be just watching this. I watch reality TV with my wife. It is one of my favorite turn-my-brain-off things. And especially the competition shows. The competition shows are great because it's like the Super Bowl of lying. If you have been a good liar, your entire life people have said, hey, that's bad, you can't do that. Even though you're really good at it, you can't do that unless you become a lawyer. You can't do that. So, (laughs) so what... uh, so Big Brother uh, is a competition show where, like, there's there's some physical challenges, but it is the Super Bowl of lying. Like, you form alliances, but you have to backstab people and then somehow get everybody to be okay with you winning the money because you get judged by the people who got eliminated. I love that show. Absolutely love that show. There's always drama. Me and my wife watch it every year. Uh, there was a whole patch where we didn't get to see it just because of, like, what channel it was on. And we've gone back and watched them all now to catch up. Uh, that would be an amazing, yeah, that would be an amazing sunfish sitting there, uh, uh, campaign, just like putting them in a big brother house and like having them do that competition all the way to the end and see if they won. And then you could even bring it back to another one. You could be like, oh, they could maybe come back in all stars. But if you wanted to keep the group going like you do four or five sessions and that's an entire season of big brother. Well, the next season is different people and different challenges. So the game master could even be rotating and then you could have new characters each time. And then like every five, everybody bring back their favorite characters. We're going to do an all-stars, you know, like, yeah, that would be an amazing, amazing game that I would be all in on. 
because uh, it would just be so much fun. It would just be so much fun. And you could really easily do that in this game. You could, and you know, that could be a good opportunity for people. I, I see that as being like, you could play that, you know, frequently, or you could, that would be an excellent game for like a group of friends who can only to get together once a month. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you're not going to get lost in like complicated storylines. You're not going to forget about like complicated uh, features that right. you have from the rule book. Very straightforward, very mm -hmm. simple. And, and the plot is very, you know, moving forward, yeah. very simple, everybody having a good time. That you can have some drinks while you're doing it. You don't have to like, you don't have to like get really into any system or anything. It's just about like, it's just about the lying and then rolling dice and stuff. And I think that would be just a really fun, like a fun session with everybody. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, I almost side note, the TTRPG community on Twitter. They are. I mean, everybody's got an actual play now. We have two of them, so we're no better. But everybody has them. But they post, like, casting calls to it, which is crazy to me. I never thought that I would live in a world where people would be, like, on Twitter, like, who wants to play this game? Send in an audition. Like, what? But uh, uh, one of them came up, and it was Love Island, but with monsters. Uh, I almost signed up. I almost signed up. The only reason I didn't was... I don't want to have a conversation with my wife that I'm going to be flirting with people on the internet publicly <laughs> for a game. <laughs> so I was like, I don't, I don't know that she'd be uh, against it, but I just don't want to have that conversation. But yeah. I almost signed up just because that sounds amazing to me. Like the Wolfman that and Dracula. Like a... Yeah. But they're all like game, yeah. sexy singles in some stupid beach. Trying... Oh, that's amazing. I would be all in for that. Uh, but that kind of stuff, like, I think it's crazy. I know we've gotten a little bit away from the system, but I think it's crazy. And we've ta I talked about this a lot last time, but, you know, we grew up, you and I grew up in a time when it was not cool to do this stuff. Right. There and now we live in a time where the, the, the market is so flush, so flush with games of all different shapes and sizes. If you want yeah. to play that thing, if you want to play a TTRPG of that thing, search it on Google because it's there. It's yeah. there or there's a Kickstarter running for it. Like, it's crazy that we live in that time, you know? Or you can make your own. You know? mm -hmm. um, that's a, you can make your own rule book, your own system. Yeah. Like, this is a small rule book. Yeah, it, it's well crafted. He put work into it. Mm -hmm. um, but... But it's it's doable. It's something that that you can do, and and I think that's really cool about the the community right now. Is yeah. everybody that's really into this just likes making stuff and hanging out with friends and, yeah. and playing games. Well, and you look at you look at like the culture of RPGs as a whole, uh, the way it's moved. Like it used to be very much about the numbers, uh, almost to a to a gatekeepy right. sort of level. Like it was like if you can't do long division, you can't play D and D, so go play football or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. like you're now in a time when like games are so simple that like it's not necessarily about the builds or the math or the system. And there, there's still those games out there. I'm not and there's nothing wrong with them. I'm not saying there isn't. Right. But there are games that are just like here's just rules 
for pretending to be somebody else. And it doesn't have to be like really heavy and weighted. You don't have to read a 300-page player handbook to get involved right. in it. It's, you know, you know, 40 pages, 20 pages. You read it and you're like, "Oh, I could do this now." And then you just do it, you know? Yeah. And you can have a stellar time doing it too. You really like have a, a storyline and a plot that you play with your friends that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, off of a 20-page book. Mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I'm very excited to one day play Sun for Sitting There, and it's one of those things that, like, I wish I had more time to just experience, experiment with TTRPGs because this would be one that I would right. love to be like, let's do some crazy stuff with this, you know? And yeah. that that's my favorite thing about Sun for Sitting There is it inspires that kind of, like, this is rad, and it makes you think outside the box, you know, which is what the tea shop does. That that's that's what I love about it. Yeah. It makes you yeah. think differently, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So should we get into the to the nitty gritty to into the what would we do differently? How would we tweak the game part? Twenty D fours. Twenty D fours. <laughs> I'm not even gonna wait. I'm not even gonna say yes. Twenty D fours. <laughs> I do not know what you are thinking, but they are the worst dice to roll. They are literally dangerous to have around you. Uh, it's nearly impossible to tell what number they're on. I hate four-sided dice. I hate them. I hate them so much. And this this guy, this guy, this absolute lunatic or or girl, what I I cannot remember the writer. Whoever it was. Bogus cheesecake is their their pin name. Oh, bogus uh, cheesecake! Look, first of all, you are brilliant as far as the the composition of this game, and I will not insult that insult that in, insult that in any way, shape, or form. That being said, I I am respectfully respectfully going to criticize the choice to use so many goddamn T fours. You've got to be kidding me! Who needs that? Who has that? Who has that? Okay, you've got to be crazy. To have I have that to drop many. some. I have to drop some information on you now. Here, uh, this is this is where I have to <laughs> okay. give you that 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 All info right. that I'm prepared. Uh, I'm excited. I, I to. I'm buckled so, in. I'm strapped um, in. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game, Sunfishing, there was built off of the structure of another sort of system. Okay. Um, it was very the the system that was built off of was was very much designed for this purpose. It, it's a, a step-by-step approach to building your own system and showing you how to do it. And uh, you know what that, that system is called? I think you told me, and I think I do, but I want you to say it. Uh, Caltrap Core. That's... And then the, cal- the little, the little oh, yeah. that you throw on the ground. Yeah. The, the triangle things that you throw on the ground, and nobody can walk across the area because there's all these spikes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're playing. The thing that you use to take out tires. Yep. Car tires. Yep. Um, you drop out of James Bond's car and pops all the tires. I, See, that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, then, then uh, uh, bi- Big Cheese. Was it Blue Cheese or Big Cheese? Um, bogus Cheesecake. Bogus Cheesecake. I, I mean, you know ill will. You took a system and, and did something different. Whoever it was that did this, and you know the dangers of a D4 because you named it. After it, that means, okay, the name of this system now is definitely like this guy loves D4s, whoever made the Caltrop system, because to name it that, you have to know enough to be like, 
I'm gonna make yeah. a system of d4s. That guy scares me. He he legitimately scares me. <laughs> he legitimately frightens me because I a he's got to have a ton of those fucking things, and I don't know right. a game other than this that requires more than one. Right? Yeah. Like I can't think of one. So right there, he's just got to have tons of them. And second of all, he knows they can hurt people. You're you're a crazy person, man. You're a crazy person. I've I'm a dad. I have stepped on Legos. I have stepped on small Hot Wheel cars. A D four will put you in the hospital. <laughs> you know. You know. I think a plot line um, for for playing this game might revolve around trying to get out of the house filled with D fours. I. Am there for that? That would be <laughs> so meta on top of itself. That would be great. That would be great. Um, so what? Do you, what do you want it? What's your nitpick, man? I mean, mine's obvious. The the amount of d fours is insane. Like d sixes, man. Like d. I, I don't mind the amount of dice either. It's just d fours is the thing. Like, I don't even know where I'd find that many d fours. Uh, so. Uh, Sorry, I, I, yeah. I did it again. I went back to the D4s. What do you have a problem with? What would you change? You got some deep feelings there on the D4s. I do. I hate um, D4s. So, this one was really hard. Um, this game sets out, to, for me to find nitpicky stuff, um, mm -hmm. this game sets out to do something. It accomplishes it. Mm -hmm. um, it is exactly what it should be. It's fun. Um, so, it was really like, really hard for me like what would i change about it maybe i would give a, a few more examples of how the game runs you mm, know just yeah. to make it a little bit easier to get through because it's it's a very easy you know um game but any role-playing game is kind of hard to play if you've never seen it played yeah um so maybe some examples like that would have been cool um Again, like I said, I, I really I, I kinda had to dig hard to find criticisms yeah. on this one particular. I actually I do want to hone in on the example thing because I did read through this book twice and there was definitely a couple of moments where I'm like where I see what he's doing. He's trying to be uh specifically broad so that right. the player and the game master can define it. But sometimes uh, you want some things to be a little bit more defined, like especially some of the challenges. Like it's like, when am I okay to give a challenge? When am I not? Like, should I give right. him a challenge every time he has to take a poop, or should I like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or should I like only set a challenge out when, you know, he's gonna get hit by a car, you know, or something it's like that. Head for lunch. <laughs> yes. Yes. His, his goal was uh, to be the the uh, get the guy that that ate all the steaks at the steakhouse the competition steak. oh well, no gonna be, be, that, you know, that poop's gonna be so big and so hard it's, it's, <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad how is that, that coming up with so many excellent storylines oh, to play this game that's right what's now? great about this game <laughs> if if you wanted to name a storyline zach zachariah's nightmare it would be this I wake up in a house after eating Taco Bell the night before, and I have to get to the bathroom, but the floor is covered in D4s. That, that's a nightmare and a oh. very real thing that could happen to me at any moment in time. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real thing that can happen. That I have Taco Bell 
app on my phone and I order through it to get reward points like like a crackhead <laughs> like it's insane I love Taco Bell it's never good for me ever ever I love Taco Bell too it's never really good for anybody but I love it too <laughs> can I tell a side story that I told on the podcast since we're on the subject of Taco Bell sure. uh, we are about to go on a vacation myself and my wife we, we take about one a year sometimes if we can afford it and we can actually this year which is nice but I always just want to go to the same place which is a beach that's it. I just want to go to a beach and be on the beach for seven days away from a computer. Um, but uh, she has wanted to see some places that maybe don't have beaches. And I kind of understand her feelings. So this is what I said to her. I was like, look, make it possible for me to swim. Give me a pool. Give me something like that. No snowy areas. Uh, and number two, give me some reason to want to go there. So we're going to Nashville this uh this year nashville has something called and this is how she got me and this is what's sad they have something called a cantina taco bell which is a high-end taco bell it's actually taco bell but it's a high-end version of it that has concerts and sells alcohol i was like yes I'm going to Nashville with you. I'm yep. Bags are packed. Let's go. I'm gonna try and go there twice. I want I want a waiter to bring me a Mexican pizza and a freaking strawberry margarita while I'm listening to a cover band of John Lee Hooker. Like that's 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 a bucket. That's like bucket list stuff right there. <laughs> can, can I? Come? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. I don't. Oh. I don't think my wife's gonna be okay with me inviting my internet friend along on our <laughs> our family vacation. So maybe next so, time. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. We'll make it happen next time. We'll make it happen next time. Oh, that that, that, that does sound like actually like a blast. I, I will uh, take pictures I, and send it to you. Yes, please do. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh. But I think I, I derailed what you were talking about. Yeah. Is another yes, another yes storyline you can run with this, and you could do so much with it. Like I said, you could do the drama, you could do the comedy. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, if you wanted to run action in this game, you could run action. I don't think the game is really geared towards it, but you could very easily run it. I think that that's that's one of the cool things about this game. This game is so yeah. good you could almost play it solo too. Honestly, honestly, in my yeah. opinion. I think opinion. you could. I think you, I haven't really like wrangled it, and there was some even language in there that almost looked like like that was an option. It just wasn't super clear. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it was like you said, like the lack of clarity is really the openness of the game, mm -hmm. um, and that is the nature of the game. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really hard to double down on that. But like, I do think that you could probably work this into a, a uh, solo game journaling game really easy um, you could you pretty much do anything with this thing yeah I mean as a game creator uh, and not a successful one guys I'm not tooting my own horn I've got like $71 in sales to date but I have created games Astro Drive is coming though what the, the Astro Drive the Astral Drive is coming. Well, it's single mod. It's going to be single mod to everybody. Mod, and yeah. then Astral Drive is going to come. Yes. Check that out. Stealth plug. Wednesdays. <laughs> Every other Wednesday at 9.30 on Old Man Gaming. Wizards Respite Plays. It's wonderful. Um, Fun game. 
No, as a game creator, something that I have really struggled with uh, in the game creation, I think the thing that I've struggled with the most that has caused me to walk away from projects the most is riding the fine line between uh, let them do whatever they want or do I define this in rules? And it's, it's really tough. It's a very, very, very tough place to be in. Uh, I had the first game I ever tried to make officially. I've been making games since I was 20. You guys won't see them because they're just jumbled messes that only me and my friends understand. But, uh, I mean, that started back in the days where somebody brought home TMNT, uh, not TMNT, but Dungeons & Dragons, and I was like, I, I will do that myself. I don't need that ever. So I just started making games. <clears throat> and everybody had to play them because they didn't want a Game Master. <laughs> so, so that's what it came down to but uh, I'm getting off topic sorry the thing that I've struggled with I think the first time that I ever tried to actually make a game to publish I got into my head and it ended up being my D&D it was so rules heavy every day I would think about another thing that I'm like oh I've got to have rules for that I've got to have rules for fall damage I've got to have rules for falling out a window I've got to have rules for what happens when you get thrown through a, through this and it just it got so heavy that it was never ever going to come out um, and I walked away from it and creating games for a very long time. When I came back to creating, uh, I was so scared for that to happen, you know, that it was, it was, it was tricky and I was very broad with things. And now with single mod, you brought it up. Uh, I have, I, I'm already like in that place where like, I've got the base rules. How much do I define? Can I, like, do I go more in depth in this or do I let the, the game masters decide? Is this something that I want players to have uh, 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 control over or is this something that I should define for them so that they could do it? It's a very tough line to, to, to walk. And honestly, of all the challenge, uh, challenges I thought would, would be involved in actually making a game that you can publish, uh, that is... Not what I thought the biggest one would be, but, and I don't know if other creators would agree with me or not on that, but I think that's the biggest challenge to making a system, personally, is fi finding the line of, this is just role-playing, and this is a system rule that you can't be broken, you know, and, and, yeah. and Sunfish sitting there, so, so, yeah, we're nitpicking that, but I think that Sunfish sitting there, it's the hardest thing, it's the hardest sweet spot yeah. to hit. It really is, you know. I because if he went too far in the other direction, mm -hmm. um, that would really damage. I think the the core of the game. Yeah. Because uh, it is about being like doing whatever, you know. It can be about anything, and like that. That's so intrinsic with the nature of all the other rules. It's all pointing towards that. It's all set up with you can literally be whatever type of person and have whatever type of story you want. Yeah. So so it's it's if. Right there, it's right on the edge. If you if you push that, if that is ruining the game. Mm -hmm. Now crack the game. Yeah, I, I I think that's exactly right. I think there was something something you said during the tea shop uh, episode to me when I said uh, I wanted more in the way of like more things defined to me, uh, more rules for things. And you had said mm -hmm. one of the nicest things about it is like wouldn't that break it? And I said, I don't know. And I think that's the that's the interest that's the interesting sweet spot. It's like, yeah, uh, in that one, in that one, I was nitpicking for the other way. You know what I mean? I was nitpicking yeah. for more, uh, 
you know, like more craziness. Whereas it's kind of like, how do you find that sweet spot? It's so hard in gaming. I think it's the hardest thing, especially nowadays when it's not just all about the rules. It's, it's anything, you know? Yeah. There's so many different ways of playing uh, a TTRPG and RPG. Mm-hmm. There's so many different types and styles and flares and yeah, I've read um, another one of of this writer's. Um, it was actually a D and D module that he wrote. He's a completely unique style, um, not like anything. It's very mu- it's it's much more in line actually with with this um, with with uh, Sunfish sitting there. It has a more of an attitude mm-hmm. of of slice of life almost. It's still fantasy, but just the the mood is different and you never like when i was a kid playing these types of games you never would have seen something like that no you know that that, the tone that you get and the feelings that you get playing these types of characters Mm -hmm. isn't what was being made back then back then it was adventure it was swords it was fighting it it was stats it was a lot of stats too yeah and the other thing too back in the day it was almost all licensed like you had yeah. like you had World of Darkness, you had uh, D- D- Dungeons and Dragons, and then you had just licensed stuff. It was licensed stuff, and, and yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I think again, I think this is a really cool system. Uh, if yeah. if I could cap it off, I think it's a really cool system. I think he should pick a different dice. But other than that, I think it's a really cool system. I think the premise and the presentation is awesome it's a very easy read i read it in an afternoon so even having to go back and read it again was like that's no problem i'll just read it again and 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 go through it you know and i think that like i think that it's 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 simplicity is what's beautiful because it allows it to just be about the role playing you know absolutely yeah absolutely Okay. Do you got any final thoughts, or should we move on to uh, what uh, what I'm gonna pick I think next? That, that I think that does it, man. I think that we we pretty much got it right there. So it's my turn to pick, then, right? Yes. All right. I'm gonna hold these up for the camera. Like I said, guys, because of the way we fil- film this, wizard can't see them, so he doesn't know what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it. So this game. Let me just find the year on this real quick. This game was published. Uh, well, it was copyright of 1984. So it was actually before Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you can believe it. It was one year before I was born. It was TSR. That's right. TSR. Um, it is Marvel Superheroes. The Marvel Superhero game. Yeah, yeah. I have them. I have the, the rule book and the campaign book for it with the feet chart on the back. Uh, this game's kind of totally insane. I'm sure it's another one that you can find on the internet, brother, to look up. So uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure you'll be able to see it. And uh, it, it this game had some of the most prolific uh, and crazy role-playing of my life in it. Uh, it was where I developed, and I'm going to save this for our next episode because I want to talk about this, but where I developed... In my opinion, the absolute superior way to game master a superhero RPG. And, oh. and and you out there, if you are doing it the normal group way, you are doing it wrong. I will show you how to do it next time. Next time on the Sanctorum. 
That's a lot. That's a lot of bragging. I'm a very humble person who hates a self-loathing humble person. So now I feel bad for everything I just said. But I'm telling you, I honed this over four or five different superhero games over the course of my life. I have never had a complaint about it. So I will tell you about it next time. But it came from Marvel superheroes, which is a fundamentally simple, easy to pick up system, uh, and and. It's kind of cool. It's crazy, though. It's very, uh, very chaotic. It's played with percentile dice. So if that tells you anything. Okay. Yeah. So the rolls are all over the place, man. You can right. really I'm, botch. I'm excited, man. Yeah. I'm really excited. I love the, uh, the uh, I, I love the concept. I love the, the story. And I'm actually kind of digging the idea of, of percentile dice. I'm, I think, uh. We had a little bit of that with the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Yeah, and, yeah, we're going to get into that some more, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I can't wait for the turtle stuff. I can't wait. I don't even remember what day we planned for that, but I can't wait for that. Did we set a date for that? I can't even remember if we set a date. I mean, we should plug it if we set a date, but I don't remember if we set a date. I don't, I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, I, I know it's going to be this month. Uh, okay. All right. Well, in May, yes. It just May just started, so it's definitely got to yeah. be this month. Uh, all right, all right. We should do it the eleventh. What do you think about the eleventh? The eleventh. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it for the eleventh. Boom, boom. Situation handle. Situation eleventh, guys. Eleventh. So next week. Yeah, yes, because this comes out week. Friday. So Thursday, the Thursday following this release, we will be streaming Ninja Turtles and actually yeah. playing the game more than just creating a character yeah we're gonna get into some action i can't wait till text my armadillo with a revolver uh, uh starts getting into some some starts stealing some picnic baskets yeah. <laughs> it's just so it's so amazing i cannot wait it's gonna be exciting uh do you wanna i, I if you don't mind i would like to plug one thing on the show Go for this it. is your yeah, show sure. so i try not to plug, plug I try not to plug all the things on here because I have a lot of things to plug. But I just released a new game on Drive Through Games. Uh, it is called Getting Over. It is the, as far as I know, the first ever wrestling promoter simulation journaling game. It's a mouthful, I know. Uh, it was kind of inspired by Last Tea Shop, very loosely. But you play a wrestling promoter. You draft all your wrestlers. Uh, they, there's rules to generate them randomly. You get to book them. Uh, you roll up the matches and then kind of write the matches as you roll up the things in front of them. Decide who wins. Decide who gets your belts. All of that stuff. Uh, and you have to manage your money and not go out of business. You can uh, play it by yourself or with a friend or with multiple friends. Everybody runs their own league and you're all in competition. Uh, the... If you'd like to see me play that, Mondays at 1 p.m., I'm playing it with a friend of mine named Josh. Uh, obviously, that's a weird time to stream. It's just the way our schedules mesh up, but you can check it out anytime at Old Man Gaming. Plus, Wizards Respite is going to start posting them uh, in the archives, so you can go check those out as well. You can see the game in action played by me, who created it. And best part, guys, $4. That's it. That's all it costs is $4 on drive through Games. So uh, if that in any way, shape, or form interests you, pick it up. Plus, it's a PDF, and any updates I make to the game, I have already promised to just 
update that PDF uh, so you will always have access to it, period. So $4 once, you're never going to have to rebuy, you're never going to have to buy any like supplements or anything when I add to it, and I will because I'm crazy about wrestling, when I add to it, <laughs> you'll just get it. All right, I'll shut up now. Sorry. No, no, yeah, that's perfect. That's great. Um, very much looking forward to to diving into my copy of it. Um, let's see. Uh, on my end, I actually am finally finally getting back onto the TTRPG industry uh, market research side of things. I want to start publishing the my findings. This is for content creators out there um, who are looking to jump into this to create these games. And and I'm basically compiling, um, I'm using a web scraper to gather a huge amount of data on the types of books that are out there, what trends are moving in what direction, and hopefully help get creators some ideas as to, to what's working more in the industry at, at any given time. So hopefully I'll be getting those out by the end of this week, if not by the end of this week, next week. Huzzah. Huzzah, sir. All right. You want, well, I, I, I would assume we're done now, right? Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Next time.